This episode brought to you by Audible. AudibleTrial.com slash HorrorVirgin for 30 days free and a book to get you started for your book recommendation. Jen! Hey guys, today I am recommending The Amityville Horror. This is the (gasps) book that this movie was inspired by. It's written by Jay Anson, and I really liked it. I read a lot of horror fiction, but a lot of horror fiction doesn't really scare me. I enjoy the stories, but I don't get scared. And this book actually scared me. So check it out. It's a real quick read. Awesome. So go to audibletrial.com slash horrorvirgin for 30 days free in a book to get you started and make that book the Amityville Horror. This episode also brought to you by Nick, Nick B. B. You know, Jacob. Yes. Nick B, for his sponsorship spot, has had us talking about God Country every oh, week. He has. What yeah. up, Nick B? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nick Holla B. Holla at you, boy. Yeah. That shit's filming right now as it we record. It is. And we are here <laughs> not We're recording <laughs> I didn't say I was recording. I wrote some things, and now I'm out. Absolutely. Out. All right. But if you want to check out more information about God Country, go to GodCountryFilm.com or at God Country on pretty much all the socials. All right, the things. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. even at Modern Horrors. Yeah. And yeah. thank you, Nick B, for getting the word out. Shit. Yeah. And for the support. You're awesome. And if you would like to help support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash horror virgin and sign up for one of the levels. Got a lot of great tent. That's short for content. Oh, is it? Bring in that beautiful theme music. Right, Just another statistic. That he was snake eat snake world. Oh he just made it so that, that that snake is much more likely to go to jail. <laughs> Definitely right <laughs> on these hard meat streets. <laughs> Welcome to the horror virgin, everybody. Yes. We got lots of snake insanity going on. Fucking educational right now. I know, snake man. sanity. We just figured out how snakes procreate. Yeah. Cloaca yeah. is a word I learned today. And that's Cloaca. all I'm going to bring to this podcast. And that snakes have two penises. What? Double dicking. <laughs> well, I'm Jen. I'm the horror virgin Todd. And today we have special guests. Yes, returning to the pod loft, we've got Jacob from Modern yes. Horrors. Yay. I'm here because you guys don't understand how much editing Todd does. <laughs> and so my goal today is to say the most fucked up shit to see what actually will make it into the podcast. Oh, nice. All of that. All we've of that will make it into the podcast. Yeah. Right. Penises. It's only going to get worse for me. So we'll, we'll we see started at snake penises, <laughs> and it's going to get worse. Just warming it up, just priming worse. it, priming that cloaca. Oh my god! Oh. Mikey was going to join us, but Mikey got really sick. He really did. Yeah, he's going to be back next. I had to now. take him to the hospital this week. Oh, Literally, yeah. I had to take him to the ER. So, guys, today we watched the 1979 classic, The Amityville Horror. Oh. Yes, this was your listener request for May. We asked you for haunted house movies, and, and you, you delivered. One of my favorite. Really? This is one of your favorites? Let's just do first thoughts. That's what we're talking about right now. Like this movie for me was super slow, super boring. It was a lot. It wasn't even scary. I mean, there were moments that were scary and we'll talk about that when we get to them, but I wasn't super scared by it. It was just real slow. I do think it was slow. I think it could have lived without like all of the priest stuff. Yes. This movie could have been 40 minutes and it would have been a great Black Mirror episode. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Jacob, what did you think? So before we started, I remember telling you that, mm-hmm. hey, I, I remember this. It's been a long time, but I remember this one holding up and being mm-hmm. like one of those like cool classics that held up. And fuck me, dude. I need to quit coming on your podcast. Because every time I say that, <laughs> just ruined fucking for that you movie, right like, oh, that wasn't good. Like 13 Ghosts. I was like, yeah, I remember that being fun. Uh-huh. Fucking was I wrong. Dude, it was wrong a fun episode, though. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was, was a fun I episode. Mean, should I love that episode. That was the birth movie. of Chromie Homies. It yeah, was. the birth of Homies. So I do really like this movie a lot. I could have lived without, like I said, all of the priests. 
stuff, but I do enjoy it. And I've read this book and I really like the book a lot. I watched this movie when I still kind of thought that this was maybe a true story. Oh, is that why? Because I know it's a scam. It's like Whoa. the scammiest of scam scammers. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> this is the realest of reals. Did you not no, see the disclaimer? It was based on true events, but maybe was changed for dramatic. Maybe stuff. wink, 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 Yeah. But yeah, I do think it changed how I felt about it when I knew for sure it wasn't true. You know, if I watched it just thinking it was maybe a haunted house movie, I think I would have enjoyed it. And if I watched it thinking it might be true, I might have enjoyed it. But I'm in this weird middle place right now where I know it's supposed to be true, but it's not, you know, right. so it just kind of feels like a lie. It needed more shirtless Ryan Reynolds. Oh, for we, sure. We watched the wrong There episode. was zero wrong shirtless Ryan Reynolds. There was none in And if one. Ryan Reynolds was in this movie shirtless, he would be way too young for that because this movie came out when he was like three. That's true. Was he even born then? I, probably. Ryan well, Reynolds is probably one of those movie. dudes who's like 45, but you would never know. Right. Yeah, he had some abs in the remake, though. Whew. I never saw it. Well, we'll, well watch it. The remake is should've. very scary. I is think. it? This yeah. movie's not. Let's get into this fucking thing. All right, Can we talk about go. this fucking movie? Exactly. <laughs> All right. So we start with a rainy house, and it's like this iconic house with the two eyes in it, and it's not their window eyes. And it's on. They're not even eyes. They're just windows. They, yeah, they yeah. are literally just windows. But, but they, I mean, I understand yeah, what you're saying. They look yeah. like the evil eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like a red background. And so we're seeing this crime. An actual murder. The, yeah. the actual murder that took place in the house. Right. We're seeing right. a recreation. The real thing. Oh, mm-hmm. the recreation. I'm not oh, bad. No. Yeah, this was <laughs> this was the real part. This is the Zapruder yeah. snuff film of it. But we don't see who it is. We just see the shotgun. Him yeah, just it's like shoulders down, room. shotgun killing every member of the family. Right, Sexy. while they're in bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is a real crime. And we'll talk about this a little bit later. But this part actually happened. Yeah, th- this is the only true event that takes place in the entire movie. Yeah, supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> just, just completely hateful. It's been pretty thoroughly debunked. It has been debunked to the point that even before I started doing this podcast, I knew it was a fake made up story. Yeah. Like, and that was before I even gave a shit about horror, which I don't like horror now, but I sort of have to watch it for the podcast mm-hmm. so I know more about it. Right. But I knew about this scam well before yeah. any of that happened. But the crime that is happening at the beginning is a real thing that actually yes, did happen. That's the yeah. only true part of the movie. The part that part is of after. The scam. Yeah. That's it's a very elaborate scam. We'll talk uh, about that later. Yeah. <laughs> the and only true part of the story is the murder actually happened and James Brolin and Margot Kidder are 70s hot. <laughs> Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. All right, so then we see ever them bringing all the bodies out, and they just pop the bodies in the back of a 70s station wagon. Yeah, just they like throw them in the, the way, way back and then drive away. <laughs> they put the seat down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think a lot of the people in that scene are um, the actual uh, firemen and ambulance people from the town. Oh, did they film at the same town it took place in? No, yeah. in fact. Um, so they wanted to film in the actual house, <laughs> we have stumbled on a Gen Fun fact. Ooh. <laughs> Cue that theme music. Actually, we don't have guys. If you want to create some uh, some yes. theme music for our segments, like Gen Fun Facts, Box Office, any of that Gen shit, yeah. submit it to us and we will put it on for sure. That would be awesome. That yeah. would be awesome. So they wanted to film in Amityville. They wanted to film inside the actual house. But the city of Amityville wanted to distance themselves as much from this crime as possible so they wouldn't let him. So they filmed it in this town in New Jersey and they took an existing house and remodeled it to look like this one. Gotcha. Cool. Um, There's a New Jersey. Somebody probably got killed in that house yeah, as well. I mean, I mean yeah. chances are New mm-hmm. Jersey. Some of the, So the people from like the support people in the scene are actually from that town. All right. So the next thing we see is one year later and we see James Brolin and Lois Lane are looking at this house with Phyllis from the office's mom as their realtor. Yeah, and I gotta say, I, I'm not into dudes, but Thanos' dad is like 70s hot. Oh yeah, he is very 70s He's wearing hot. flannel in every mm, scene. He 
he's got the moose all Very in his coiffed hair. hair. Even in the scene where he's not wearing pants, he's rocking flannel. He's still somehow oh, yeah. wearing flannel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even in the scenes where he's wearing nothing. He's, <laughs> he's just got flannel in his heart, you know? He's either flannel. from the 70s or about to start an alt-rock band in 91 in Seattle. <laughs> That's what he looks like in the later parts of the movie. Right now, he's still got all that moose in his hair. Yeah, he does. All right, so they're roaming around the house, and I just have to say, I think Mikey would be so angry at this house because it's just gray walls everywhere. It is. Dude, and th- that is one of Mikey's pet peeves, <laughs> It really sure. is. He is very particular about the I mean, are we just going to ignore the uh, very aggressive wallpaper in several of the rooms? That's true. It there was the 70s, but yeah, it was real gross. Mm-hmm. It had some real selling points, though, like a pencil sharpener on oh, the wall. Oh, yeah. Right <laughs> light switch. I mean, yeah. Danger. Dangerously hooks, placed hooks. Right, right at, at eye level. Eye level, oh, I know. Oh, my God, yeah. It's yeah. a, a good design, the whole thing. Uh, yeah, just yeah, they <laughs> designed for maximum danger in the house. I'm into it. Clothesline right in the middle of the kitchen. You got to Oh, guys, tough. guys, we're forgetting the dimension portal to hell under oh, the stairs right. in the basement. But that was like a bonus. Uh, we didn't even know that was there. Was I know. Like extra square footage. <laughs> I know The Conjuring takes place way, way after this chronological when the movies were released. But like this feels a lot like The Conjuring to me. Oh, yeah. The Warrens actually investigated this crime, too. Yeah, they did. Well, yeah, because they were scam artists. Yeah. We'll and that's what that. scam artists do. Yeah. Oh, I can I can feel the butt hurt everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. All right. So they are looking at this house and they are wandering all through the rooms. And a lot of this is the original furniture from the family because the family all got murdered. Got and where was yeah, like the bed frames and shit are still there. Right. And, and yeah. Like, oh, we'll just put the mattress on the side so you won't see all the blood stains on it. And that'll sell you this do. house real It'll be Someone so cool. barely tried it. to glue a lamp back together. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's my favorite, though. They were just like, cool, free shit comes with the house. Exactly. Dope. Yeah. Well, and so they know what's happened in this house. And the mom and dad do. They do. Yeah. And it's like $80,000, I think, which he says it would ordinarily be $120,000. But I mean, this house is like on a canal. It's got a boathouse. It's got like three stories and in the actual house had a pool too. This house I don't think has Fancy. A pool. Wow. Yeah, it's like a big house. So they're thinking well, we would never be able to buy this house ordinarily. So we'll just buy it. It's haunted. It's fine. Yeah, why yeah. not? Houses don't have memories, they Jen. Don't. I know. He does well, make a point to say that. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. listen, he's a business owner. He's a smart guy. He, he knows he the only thing or two about that, right? um, Yeah, but so they're talking <laughs> about this house and they're breaking down the money situation because they keep saying that they're strapped for cash. Yeah. Which is a bunch of bullshit. I know, because they have a motorcycle and a boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think he owns a construction business or something. It's a surveying company. George Lutz Survey. Survey. And yes. so we also find out that they are recently married, but she has three kids from a former. Well, yeah. Cooker. I mean, she was married to <gasps> Superman, and now she's uh, got three kids. I know, because Superman went back to save Krypton, isn't that what Yeah, it something like that. I don't yeah. know. It's the 70s. It was very scandalous. Wait, didn't Krypton blow up? Isn't that the reason they sent him away from Krypton? Because it blew up? Where did he go after that? Earth. Oh. He went to Earth no, as be a real. Baby. Superman's like the worst superhero. I hate Superman time. so much. Superman, Superman is awful. the worst. I mean, I don't have super strong feelings, but I like him. He's pretty bad. I don't. He's pretty bad. He can Superman. do everything and yep. is still a petulant teenager. He's <laughs> like, true. oh, I feel bad for me. My life oh. is awesome. He's like white privilege, the superhero. And then <laughs> he like asks you to feel bad for him because his life's fucking dope. This is the <laughs> even- his life's fucking dope. <laughs> so then they do buy the house. And from my experience of buying a house, the realtor does not say, oh, I'm sure they'll accept your offer. You just go pack all your shit. I'll 
take care of the numbers. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. sits down and crunches the numbers exactly. inside the house she just sold. Right. No, it was it, the 70s. It is like at least 48 hours oh. of super stressful bid writing. Yeah. And then she, you see like the wind blow on the realtor, right? It was pretty sexy. From inside the house. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, yeah. She, she was Phyllis's mom, man. She was looking hot. She yeah, she's got some big ass glasses. Big old glasses. Which is a theme in this Ooh. movie. All the better to see you with. Yeah, it was. Wow. So a month later, they are moving in. Flame Much to just... Todd's confusion. Oh, I yeah, know. Yeah, because it just says a month <laughs> later, and it seemed like they had moved in a month ago. <laughs> no, they bought the house a month ago. I don't know, man. In. That realtor seemed real confident they could move she in did. immediately. That's true. And she had a suitcase. I, she Maybe. was also <laughs> moving in. I have some questions about the realtor in this movie. Let's break down the timeline of this realtor. Or bid accepting situation. Yeah, I've ne- you can clearly tell I've never bought a house. <laughs> oh, dude. So what I think is that James Brolin, like he had, he was like a single man owning a company. Yeah. Like, he bought himself a boat. He bought himself a motorcycle. And then he took on this woman and married her. Ain't and she's got truth. three kids. And now he doesn't Baggage. have nearly as much... <laughs> They call that the platinum card. (laughs) (laughs) Although, I mean, Margot Kidder is not my type, but he he seems super into her. Like, for him, it's worth it. At least before he moves in with him, her and the kids. And then he sort of seems to lose his mind. So maybe it wasn't. You said at one point, like, I think he's just in over his head. Oh, yeah. He was definitely in over his head. Maybe she should step up her game. I mean, also, she doesn't have a job. She couldn't even take the groceries in properly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll get there. (laughs) So they're moving in and they're... They're packing and then they decide, screw this, let's go have a beer and just jet off in our boat. Yeah, and they do. Because you're allowed to drink and drive when you're white and it's the 70s. Exactly. Ask George W. Bush. Yeah, and you own your own boat house. <laughs> Shots that fired. is your fourth angry Twitter campaign inspired. <laughs> Come at me, GWB. <laughs> All right, so they jet off in their boat, and then a priest shows up, and he's going to bless the house, because apparently that's something people do. No, they weren't even off on the boat yet when the priest showed oh, up, remember? Because right. he tried to like get their truck. attention, and they just took off, and he's like, well, fuck it, I live here now. Exactly. Yeah, he just like rolls up and <laughs> like, hey, is anyone here? No? Cool. Yeah. I'm going to walk about the place. <laughs> right. And he does, and he goes up into that top room, and he puts on, I don't know, the priest gear, yeah. and then it gets <laughs> real. the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and then it gets real insecty all over that place mm-hmm. there's flies everywhere oh my god this <laughs> this scene pissed me off so much because first off he's not breaking but he's definitely entering like he's trespassing <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. for sure and he just w- makes his like way up to the top room he's heard like giggling so he thinks he hears voices. yeah yeah he gets so a little he goes excited by that yeah <laughs> but i mean who wouldn't <laughs> right you just walk into someone's house you like walk around and see if they're out there and they were back there to make sure there's no room. narcs for sure exactly. yeah and then the, he walks into the room and then that door closes and he sees the family outside. By the way, the door closes by itself. He doesn't close yeah. the door. And he doesn't immediately dun, run dun, the dun. fuck out of the house. Right, and then burn it down. He's yeah. armored the fuck up. He God. should have That's burned true. that bitch to the ground. Mm-hmm. And then he puts the armor of God on and he's starts on, praying. And then flies get all up in his shit and he's just like, I'm gonna hang out here and just see, I'm gonna play this, see how this plays out. He never goes and tries to open the door. The evil house has to open Open the door for him and be like, yo, get out. That priest has been in some sticky situations. He's ready to, <laughs> to, to end it for the long haul. Oh my Fun God. fact, they got those flies to sit on him by putting honey on his head. So it was a sticky situation. I just don't understand flies why he had to, them. like this priest waits until the demon or the possessed whatever opens the door and tells him to get out. 
Mm-hmm. That's a real stupid person. Yells at him to get out. Yeah. Because he gets whispered to get the out. The motherfucker's catching flies. I know. You catch more flies with honey. Nailed That's it. True. But <laughs> boom, with demon You catch honey. more honeys being fly. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> Back when I was single, that would have been good advice <laughs> for me. No. Roll around with honey on your head. Would that not work? If you're ever rolling around with pre gear, you'll know what to do. You know what? Pickup line doesn't work at a bar. <laughs> hey, baby, want to get sticky? <laughs> Don't try it. You haven't tried it enough. <laughs> anyway, so he finds finally does meander out of the yeah. house back to his car drive mm-hmm. away and then th- no wait he pukes on the bushes that's right first. he doesn't drive away he pukes on their bushes like the worst fucking house guest <laughs> I know Jesus they're gonna Christ. come home from their boat ride and be like well this is a nice night out this is a good idea take a break from packing or whatever and then walk out and be like oh hun did someone throw this us in the bushes this is why Brolin's losing his fucking mind there's I like know. just random puke everywhere in his he fucking house he to clean it up <laughs> dude oh my god house chores the movie this really is house chores the movie <laughs> <laughs> this is honeydew Project the movie. It is because Margot Kidder doesn't do shit except nope. for take care of the kids, which is fine, but also drop groceries. And the one time she I can tell up, Jen is staring at me very crushlessly right now. I'm she not. Do I'm not looking. She doesn't do shit except for take care of the kids. She does do sexy Tom. That's Ooh. true. She does a lot of ballet and, and Virgin Mary statue painting. She does. She does, and she only does art in like nineties. Yeah, two harpsichord music. Yes. So the next thing they are all going to bed that night. And I think it's their first night in the house, and the priest is trying to call and so Lois Lane picks up the phone and can't get a connection because it's staticky so she just keeps bonking the hang up. Yeah, she just hangs up on him immediately. She's like, <laughs> oh, it's staticky. Keeps yeah. Like, oh that's going to fix it. Now, it like, does not. 90% of the audience doesn't know what the fuck that means. It's a phone <laughs> in the wall. It's a rotary thing. Hey, millennials. Guys, it's like what you carry in your hand and look at porn on <laughs> except it's tied to your wall and you can only make calls on no it. No screens whatsoever. Yeah, and <laughs> right. And there's no a long screen so you can't walk very far away <laughs> right. from it. No. And it doesn't work very good because <laughs> staticky is shit. Yes, it's very susceptible to evil. Oh, this yeah. is the real horror of this yeah. movie. Yeah. The rotary phone. I don't think their phone ever works. Does that anyone make works. a successful phone call? And did they they ever... never actually prove that it's demons. It's just a faulty yeah. fucking connection. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe George just forgot to set up AT&T. God, they need to get Bill, electrician slash adventurer out there on that yeah. fucking phone. <laughs> Would have been the best. House 2 is so good. So what happens after the, uh, the staticky phone call from the devil? Well, we've got George um, talking about cold. This is the first time he mentions that he's really cold in the house. And she's like, oh, yeah. I think there's a draft. And then well, he- she actually says, I was cold earlier, but I'm warming up now. I think there's a draft coming down from the basement. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Uh-huh. That's where the devil's stairway is or whatever. That's the right. <laughs> So then we get our ballet scene. Ooh, guys. <laughs> I know I'm getting Natalie for Christmas. One, One leg, leg warmer. warmer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Woo. Yo, I'm not going to lie, man. She made it work. She's looking at this mirror, which I found out is some kind of 70s porn mirror. I mean, I listen, their entire walls were mirrors. Yeah. There wasn't just a mirror. It was mirrors. With like gold leaves on them too. Yeah, very Liberace. Oh yeah. Right, oh. So she's wearing underwear. Yeah, and, a, and like a shirt Correct. that's yeah, unbuttoned. a sheer shirt. It's like, sure. like a, a kind of 70s gown and one leg warmer. Yeah. Oh, and a flower in her hair. Yes. And she's looking at herself in the mirror and she's doing the slow She's like, damn, I look good. Ballet. Yeah. She looks all right. Yeah. I don't know. Her face is weird to me, but oh, like no. she does this her, upper lip got, curl thing. Yeah. I'm, I never found Margot Kidder really attractive. Oh, I think Margot Kidder. I mean, I can see how in the 70s she'd be hot, but like she doesn't do it for me. But mm. she, I don't know, man. She, she didn't is, evolve. Yeah. A time-stamped look. Yeah. Girl. So then James Brolin walks in and admires the ballet. And he walks in and he's like, that's why those three kids are worth it. <laughs> All right. That one leg Later. warmer. Right. <laughs> wow. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> it just makes you wonder where the other one went. Or I'm is it curious. dirty? Oh. 
Maybe it's got something on it. It was used for cleanup the night before. So uh, James Brown and Margot Kidder fuck like it's their first night. (laughs) Yeah. On the floor. Yeah, they're having sex on the floor. They later end up in a bed, though, which is very strange. To a bed, yeah. I I mean, mean, you gotta get kinky every now and then. Exactly. I feel like... I'm not... Have you never had rug burns? Come on. Yeah, I'm not saying you shouldn't do it on the floor. Makes less noise, too. You got three kids up in that fucking house. That's true. And speaking of one of the kids, one of the kids ruins it. She does. She like walks in. Oh, she knew what she was doing. Mm -hmm. She does. Uh, Yeah, but we hear slowly hear the door open. That's why you know she knows. Exactly. Because she's giving them a little bit of heads up. And we think it might be a ghost at first, even though there's Mr. Rogers music playing over this sex scene. There was. It sounded like the fucking train was pulling into the station. Maybe that's what James Rowan has to think about to finish. Dude, they weren't (laughs) playing it the second time, and that's why he couldn't get it up. Yeah. Won't you be my neighbor? (laughs) Train right. Anyway. Speaking of trains, let's Anyway, so their kid comes <laughs> in. <derailed> man. <laughs> yeah, their kid comes in and says, Mommy. So she puts a shirt on, but she's still got that one leg warmer on. Yeah. Because James Brolin yeah. really needs to finish later. He wanted to feel it on Oh, bed. James Brolin finished when she took that kid to bed. Because when, when she comes back That's to what bed the other leg warmer after was tucking him in, or after tucking her kid in, <laughs> he is like laying back like he's just like, Woo, baby. He's not smoking a cigarette, but he is smoking a cigarette. He may as well be smoking exactly. a cigarette, yeah. <laughs> he is no longer interested in letting her finish. Mm-hmm. He is interested in going to sleep. And to be fair, she doesn't seem interested in it either. She never seemed into it, no. <laughs> but if your husband was humming the theme song to Mr. Rogers <laughs> the whole time he was having sex, would you want to finish? What if he has or would to you want it to be at the over? moment of climax? <laughs> would you be my Hot. So hot. Honestly, guys, I want you guys right now listening. If you have sex tonight, shout, won't you be my neighbor right as you finish? You know, I have to imagine, based on the number of listeners you guys have, that somebody is having sex while listening to this podcast. Oh, yeah. my God. Think I'm about that. We know that. who you are. Yeah. We see you. I mean, if you're brave, let me know. I'm and listen, yeah. you guys both can get it. <laughs> exactly. You are getting yeah, it. Yeah, you guys you are, are actually getting, getting it. it. Well done. You are neighbors. All right. So James <laughs> and uh, Margot talk a little bit. I don't think it matters what they say. It they does. go to bed. I yeah. just like to see James roll. Although, the isn't there a 315? Because at this, oh, just yeah. like with the Conjuring episode, mm-hmm. there's a new dick o'clock. Clock. Okay. And in the Conjuring episode, it was 3.07. This one's 3.15. Mm-hmm. So apparently the 3 o'clock hour is the dick o'clock hour. Uh-huh. The witching hours. Yeah. yeah. So the, And this is the first time we see James Brolin wake up at 3.15. But so he goes downstairs at this point, right? This is jeans on. Tighter jeans with no underwear. Yeah. He's just living Very fast risky maneuver, yo. I know. Very risky maneuver. After you can lose a nut that way. You, you can, can open up a sack. Barry just fall right out. Oh we my do God. see later that he did not, though. That he made it through this. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you sure. see the twig and berries in a later scene. Anyway, so he's walking down commando style mm. out and goes and checks the boathouse. He brings the dog with him. Yeah. The I think he heard important. something or something. I can't quite remember why, but it, I don't know. I don't it's, think even he knows. Yeah, yeah, honestly, there's a lot of scenes in this they should have cut because it's way too long. I do think it's too long. And it's yeah. boring. Like nothing happens except for the dog and him go to the boathouse right. and then he comes back. Literally nothing happens. This just tells you how far we've come or how different times are now because 
he comes inside to smoke a cigarette and it just feels <laughs> yeah. so wrong because I'm just so used to not ever seeing people smoke and they have to go outside to smoke. I don't know. It's and then just, random jump scare. Ah! Oh yeah. Dude, okay. This is the, the oh, one the thing that cat. I was scared about. Yeah. The cat jumps out at the window. Just this got me all over the place. This <gasps> is the part of the movie that really scared me. The cat jumped out of nowhere. That cat scene scared me. The, the cat jump scare scared me. Yeah. Because yeah. it's jumpy. It like This it movie is. is not super scary. We'll talk about it when we get to scary scale, but that scene startled me. Yeah. It is very jump scary. All right. So next we got Grocery Gate. Oh my God. <laughs> this is also when you realize that James Brolin has a chopping wood fetish. He does. Yeah, half of this movie he's chopping wood. Have you with ever a chopped fucking axe. wood with an axe? I have. It's fucking it. rad, isn't it? It is. It's cathartic, it's man. It's so fucking rad. You want to come over to my house and chop some? I would, dude. I would do it tonight. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm actually real busy for the okay, next little bit, but you I'm on board. Chop this table in half? I don't think you know. Hours? Give me an axe and I'll karate chop the I table like in an half. Eight pound maul. It's kind of like an axe, but it's like fatter and heavier. Let's Boy, it could do some fucking damage, yeah. dude. I am into it. Let's do <laughs> it. Patreon material here. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon material. <laughs> All right. So he's chopping wood, and this is the first time we start to see him kind of looking a little sick. And that man knows how to chop wood. Exactly. Yeah, he, he doesn't. Does. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> he doesn't have the moose in his hair quite so much. No, but Margot Kidder comes home with, with two small bags of two groceries. Two bags of groceries, and she tries Super to small. take them both at once. Two bags of groceries for a family of five is not enough. She's going to the store every and day. And half of that uh-huh. is light bulbs. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, and Pringles. There are Pringles. <laughs> Pringles, were yes. there Pringles in there? Which well, why don't you pop? Priorities, man. Pringles were the original flavor. Guys, potato chips are gross. Come at me, bros. <laughs> I am a corn-based chip guy only. He has told me I do not like potato-based chips. It's the truth. Snacks. They're gross. But have you had Pringles? Yes. Oh, they're delicious. I've had every potato-based chip there is out there, and all of them leave this nasty film in my mouth. Like starch? It's gross. I hate it. I don't mm. know what that was, and I apologize for the exuberant nature That's in which I said it. I like it. I like the passion. <laughs> yeah, passion exactly. just came out. I love potatoes. I love French fries. I love potatoes. Oh, I love Irish women. I just don't like potato there based goes chips. That Pringles sponsorship. She's I right know, off the fucking Pringles. Pringles. <laughs> I Pringles. They're so good. Whatever. Somebody nerds. tagged the Pringles account. Anyway, Anyways. so Margot Kidder grabs these two bags she as James. James Brolin to read. Oh, that's her true. Mind. She's yelling at him actually at first. Mm. But he can't me. hear. He's chopping Man, yeah. he's busy doing man shit. <laughs> and she could now he could help her with the groceries, but she doesn't have to carry. It's both the of those fall. The They're going to be cold. Time. Also, it's two small bags of groceries. The Any tiny person bags. could carry those at the same time. Mm. But she drops them and then runs towards James Brolin sneaks with blame in her him. eyes and like sneaks up on him as he's chopping wood. And he almost swings at her a little yeah, bit. Goes, you don't sneak up behind a man who's chopping wood. Which is true. Yeah, you don't sneak up on anybody who's chopping wood. That's right. With sharp objects in the yeah, hand. Or whatever the thing is. You don't sneak up on anyone who's swinging a golf club. Exactly. <laughs> like, and did she really give it the best effort carrying those yeah. in? She had that no. like second bag as high up as possible. Yeah. I know. Just Has I she mean, ever carried groceries? Oh. She's got one skill in this life. Yeah, she's, she's got three kids in this movie and is conservatively 24 years old. And those kids are 12, 11, and 9. So she started having kids when she was 14 in this Maybe movie. Maybe her first husband was Craig P. Nelson. That's a way, way back throwback to the Poltergeist episode. No, and I love Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, me too. Me too. I don't want to lose that Craig T. sponsorship. Ah, <laughs> uh, coach. So then they, I don't know, they reconcile or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think he she picks just, the shit up and goes in. Yeah. yeah. He, he's like he comes out of it and he says, "Oh, I'm sorry." He takes his fucking lumps that he did not deserve. No, that's true. She was a little aggro about that, <laughs> but he lets her take the unbroken bag in. He takes the broken bag of shit mm-hmm. and they walk in the house. Right. Which kudos on those '70s bulbs. Not a single one of those broke. No, I know, man. 
so then the daughter is wandering around and she starts to talk to her new imaginary friend Jody that nobody can see. Think and you never see Jody throughout this. Yeah. Or do we? No, if you don't. He's a giant pig in the window. Spoiler. Sorry. Questions about that pig later. Let's come back. <laughs> Questions about the pig. Oh, we'll get to pig gate. Oh man. <laughs> oh shit. The father is call- trying to call the house. The phone I mean, call stuff happens like five or six times. That's true. Yeah. So like the- people try and call them a lot. In fact, in a later scene, someone says, "I've been trying to call you for a week." Like her phone's always busy. Yeah. Like it's off the hook or something. Oh yeah, Jeff. Know, man. Jeff gives them an old speech. Mm-hmm. How do you or know their evil? names? I was paying attention. All right. Ooh. <laughs> I never pay Trump attention Martin. to names. I'm the worst. Yeah. I normally am not good with names, but let's be honest, that dude looked like a Jeff. Yeah, a he looked like a fucking Jeff, Jeff for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a Jeff, you know what's up. You know yeah, what you look Jeff. like. Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> well, so this is when the father is trying to call the house and he gets the hand blisters. So father has blister hands. Yes. And then a nun comes to the house now. Right. And I think it's like their aunt that's also yeah, it, a it nun. It is their aunt, yeah. There's lots of clergy in this movie, and I'm not quite sure how it's they clergy are. clergy heavy movie for it sure, is. yeah. And I could have used a lot less of the clergy. So the nun comes in, and she is knows everybody and is like pinching cheeks. And well, just, she's their aunt. They don't really talk about whether it's her sister or James's sister. It's just a nun that shows up. Yeah. But they know. Who cares? But she And she walks in with a plant, and she immediately starts feeling weird and says, she has to go, she has to go. And she knocks the plant over on the floor and then bones out for Lois Lane to clean up the mess. Yeah, and then drives and then, <laughs> halfway down the street and then vomits out the door. Very loudly. Man, th- and there's no vomit. It's just like you see her open the door and then hear... <laughs> it's like the worst 80-yard vomit ever. It's 70s vomit. I think that's what it sounded like in the 70s. That's how it happens. Interesting. And then... Oh, I think this is when Lois Lane is uh, wearing another white, almost buttoned-up well, nightie. Yes. And uh, painting... Painting the Virgin Mary. Virgin yeah. Mary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Painting a statue of the Virgin Mary. And Josh Brolin is just staring into the fire and he's starting to look a little oh more pale God. and sickly his hair has lost that moose curl yeah you know, it's starting to look get... pretty radical now i know so yeah up. he's just staring into the fire i mean have you ever seen fire it's cool yeah it's it is fucking cool. dope uh, apparently the fire and the cold in the house is affecting his sexual prowess because oh are... yeah <laughs> lois lights her cigarette although she did not get what normally makes you want to light a cigarette after you have sex i think it's hilarious because like she's smoking a cigarette like don't worry trust me it happens to a lot of guys she yeah. knew which she is knew. something you don't want to hear your new wife with three kids talk about. Exactly. Be like, how many baby daddies do you have? Three. And did you <laughs> exactly? And then did you break all of their dicks? And that's why you left them. That yeah. been my more my concern is like, why are you killing boners? Yeah. What mm. happened to that other leg warmer? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that leg thinking, warmer? Joe. <laughs> all right. So Lois Lane is not satisfied, and I think the next thing we see. I um, mean, if Superman was your last boyfriend, that's true. Even, no matter how hot and muscular James Brolin is, you're never going to be able to live up to the son of Krypton. Exactly. Can James Brolin have sex while flying with no. you at the same time? No. no. He can't climax while falling to the <laughs> ground like an eagle in the sky. <laughs> now, James Brolin. I mean, if this would have been the Ryan Reynolds version, though, Woo! she probably could have. Yeah. James Brolin is hot in this movie, too. He's 70s hot for sure. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Like, listen, I get <laughs> it. He could get it. He just looks like he's either wearing flannel or like kind of lounging on a bearskin rug in his heart all the time. Bushy. You know? He looks yeah. like the Burt Reynolds Playboy spread. That's exactly what I was envisioning. <laughs> yeah. Came That's, to life. Yeah. yeah. Except he's not that hairy. And no, I he's like not. that. Some people are you shocked know? to hear that right now. They're like, Burt Reynolds Playgirl. Yeah, Google what? it. Yeah, Google Guys. it. Actually, you should Google it, then save it, and then 
you yeah. know, put that Save on your it for a rainy computer. day. Yeah, yeah. Just post that shit everywhere. Put it in your secret folder. Maybe I'll link it. Yeah, link it. Let's do it. Come at me, Bert. Maybe he's got the other leg warmer for you. Oh shit, that'd be crazy. That would be. Fun. I need someone to take Natalie and just zombie Bert Reynolds. He's just like waving this fucking leg warmer. I need at you. someone. I need someone right now to go to that Playgirl spread and Photoshop in the leg warmer oh my God. on Bert Reynolds' Ooh, leg in maybe that a flower in his That's hair. what's covering Holy up his shit. man part right there is the leg warmer. This is gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, for real. All, All right. right. So the next thing we see is the um, the rip off version of the Blues Brothers in oh, the car yeah. scene. Oh yeah, because the monk father, which I think is named Father Ryan. Yeah, I think and, so. Yep. And we have not said that this father looks exactly like Bill Murray. He does. He looks like old Bill Murray. Not mm-hmm. Father Ryan, the, the original father who oh. went to the house Monk and was father told to leave. Yeah. yeah. And then, hand herpes. Yeah. <laughs> got them hand herpes. <laughs> so we got Father Monk Ryan and yes. Bill Murray father riding around. I don't know it, exactly how this starts, but the car just starts careening around. There's a fly Yeah, in there. Father he Ryan, the monk, the is out. like... The steering wheel's not working, although he clearly, it, it is still working. Right. And then they can't the stop. Bill Murray yeah. has jumped over and trying to steering wheel out. Yeah. It's like yeah. a lover's spat, it looks like. A it little does. Bit. <laughs> and that evil fly is on the windshield just, the whole he's time. He's just trying to fucking hang out and hope I for the know. best. Well, and so then the hood of the car flies up and they're just going all over the place. And then they go off the road and they bonk into an Amityville sign. Yeah. And all I can hear the whole time is that little Keystone Cop thing, like in the background, or the Benny Hill music, perhaps. The thing about this is it's supposed to be like, I don't know, man, nothing happens. Like they just drive around, get into a minor wreck with themselves. There's no wreck with other people, but they're both fine. The car will be ultimately be fine. A little bit of damage to it, but there's Mm -hmm. nothing happens. Why are we watching this scene? So I think part of what that is, is we are just used to a different pace of movie. Oh yeah. You know, because when we watched The Exorcist, it was the same thing. Yeah. You know, I think movies in the seventies were just paced a lot more slowly. we're used to it. But the, my favorite part of the scene is after they've recovered, we get the zoom in of the evil fly right in his eyes. <laughs> He's like, I heard there was honey here. <laughs> now we are about to get to the brother's wedding. This brother who is 17 and has got the curliest moose up hair. And he's sitting in their living room counting out $1,500 for the mm-hmm. caterer, which in, in today's singles. money. Yeah, because he's a stripper. <laughs> he just so he's been stripping nights and he's got, a, yeah, he's got a roll of the dirtiest ones. He's counting out. So if he's paying $1,500 for a caterer, that's $5,500 in today's money. That's a shitload of money for a caterer. So he's counting up the money. Margot Kidder's like, oh, I can't believe yeah, that you're like good. getting married. You used to ride on the bike. back of my bike and now you're getting married. And, and time, it passes so fast. Oh my God. Yeah, and then he gets up, hugs her and then James Brolin walks in and he's like, I think I got the flu, yeah. but I'm going to be your best man or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the brother's like, what happened to my money? And they start punching the couch trying Josh, to find the money. money. Dude, that would have been legit. Let's recut that with that. Matter of <laughs> fact, I actually just like y'all reenacting that scene yeah, is way more absolutely. interesting. He does, he does aggressively punch that couch. Like yeah, that, that bitch took his money. Why? After looking for five seconds. He did. He freaked out a little fast. Maybe he's just not ready to get married yet. That better been the best fucking food. I mean, even at like 1500 for food right now, I'd be like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah, yeah. that's a lot of money a lot for of a fucking money. And there were conservatively 25 people at that wedding. That, they're all old. They were all yeah. about to die. There's they're no way they could fancy. eat that much. Maybe it was an open bar. Anyway, so the next mm. scene is then at the wedding. You see people dancing. You see the bride and the groom dancing. And then you see James Brolin and the caterer rolls up on James Brolin in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That is not when you roll up on somebody. Bad no. man code. Yeah. Super yeah. bad man code. And he's like, I want cash. I want cash. And James yeah. is like, I'm going to write you a check and you're going to fucking take it. Yeah. And he does. 
And because hmm. one, he's James Brolin. Right. And two, you can see the evil in his eyes. Yeah, do you see how hairy my beard is? Mm-hmm. I'm James fucking Brolin, man. I mean, he, was, he was having some come he was having an issue. He needed he needed a little pick me up. But yeah. like, no joke. There's like 30 scenes that all do the same thing of setup that James Brolin is starting to lose his mind. And he's and mean. sweat a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's cold all the time and he's got a flu he's got flu like symptoms mm-hmm. and he's weighing over his head with Margot Kidder and her yeah. kids. His hair's frizzy, you know, instead yeah. of curly. Because he's frayed. Yeah. I think he maybe dehydrated. I never once saw him drink anything. He honestly looks like he's coming down from like a long cocaine binge. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. He's been living the life on that boat and that motorcycle mm-hmm. single. Yeah. Hitting that fucking white powdery goodness. Oh, and yeah. she comes around and ruins it with them kids. <laughs> Worth it with that one leg warmer. <laughs> with that one leg warmer. All right, what happens after the movie? Ooh, all right. I know he writes the caterer a check because the Jeff talks about it later Jeff about, talk about oh, it. there's a caterer walking around town telling people <laughs> you bounced the check on him. I love the fact that there's just a caterer just screaming I know. about yes. But too afraid to go tell Jamie Brolin because right. Jamie Brolin like seemed out at him. bad checks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so the next thing we get because the younger daughter apparently was too young to come to this wedding. Oh so yeah, they got babysitter headgear, which was weird because the other kids aren't that much. They're not. Older. I just don't think they like the little girl. Like, yeah. Fuck that little girl. She's weird. She's she doesn't stay in the house. leave that bitch at home. But yeah, so the babysitter goes into the closet and then mm-hmm. gets stuck in the closet. You see her beating on the door, mm-hmm. and this is like intercut with the wedding scenes, right? Yeah, and then. The light goes out in the closet, and anyway, they She's come home. She's out the door, and like her fingers are bleeding. Yeah. She's anyway, trying. so James Brolin and Margot Kidder come home, and they let her out, and they're like, "It's unlocked. You, yeah, you're up? real dumb. <laughs> we it's left like this she, kid with you. Holy shit! It's like the whole time she had been trying to open it inwards, oh and it wouldn't God. open inwards. It's like that school for the, the kids. Yeah, exactly. Comic, the best exactly. one ever. And James, James Brolin gets home, and he's like, "It opens out. Yeah, you have to turn it. <laughs> and then, then James, we'll... to prove a point, goes in." in there closes the door and walks out and looks at her like really yeah. it's a little bit of a dick move but pretty powerful to be honest i mean yeah how long she's yeah. been in that kind of what I would when do they too. were paying her to watch their child yeah. counterpoint though jody's oh, okay. just sitting in the bed staring at her the whole time uh, not jody amy i mean jody right. probably was sitting in the bed for yeah. all we know. in the rocking chair probably. in the rocking chair yeah. true exactly. i feel bad for anyone who had braces in the 70s though because yeah, that junk is weird it's that like, shit's medieval as fuck yes dude, it's like lisa simpson's headgear on the yeah. simpsons dude. when homer lost his dental plan yeah and it like had all the cobwebs and in the springs and stuff. I had to like wear a version of that for like a couple months. Really? Like at night. And what? it was oh, okay. the fucking most painful shit in the world. But you only wore it at night, right? Yeah, you only wore it at night. Like this fucking wear it all the time shit. It's what insane. Because if you get hit in the face with yeah. that in, you are fucked. Or like you roll over or something. Mm-hmm. So this is when we get the forefathers arguing with each other. Oh, oh yeah. So it's yeah. Abraham Lincoln. It's yes. George Washington. It's mm-hmm. John Adams. And they're all bitching about the first That's priest who was in there. And like, Who's the other one? Do you know the other one? Benjamin Franklin? Benjamin Franklin technically is a forefather. Yeah, although he was not a president. Who's on the mountain, though? Uh, you mean Rushmore? Uh, yeah. There's Lincoln, President Washington? Rushmore. There's <laughs> President Roosevelt Franklin. And, um, there's Andrew Jackson. And Kobe Bryant. Nailed it. <laughs> anyway, so it's the four priests. It's some priest that we're just seeing for the first time who kind of looks a little bit like Lurch. And it seems like he is in a position of authority. Yeah, yeah. And he's kind of snarky, too, because he Isn't has he a little one from Jaws. You guys were saying no, the that. other one is the mayor from Jaws. My apologies. Yes, he yes. got kicked out of Amity, mm-hmm. which is See? the town in Jaws. So once the shark ate everyone in that town and they wouldn't let him be mayor anymore, he moved over to Amityville. Upon, right? yeah. <laughs> You're going to need a bigger parish. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Um, so he moved over to Amityville and became like father of that town or something. Yeah, right. I think he's like the father priest mayor or something. I think he's like the top person in that town. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So um, he's arguing and father Bill Murray is desperately mm-hmm. trying to win an Oscar with this scene because he's talking about, I could have done without this entire thing. Yes. He's talking about um, how he felt a genuine presence and this yeah. is when we I find out. Lord Jesus. Exactly. He used to be a psychotherapist and so he said, no, I believe that. I don't know. They're arguing. But it's him trying to convince them that there is a possession going on in that house. Right. And they're like, Bobo Bill Murray, you were ignorant slut. Exactly. It's definitely not uh, haunting or whatever. You saw what you did to that groundhog. We'll never trust you again. But so, he's also talking about the old uh, Ronnie DeFeo is the name mm-hmm. of the guy who who lived in the house before and killed his whole family. And he said, I see that same thing in his eyes and I'm worried. Oh, and this is when they set up the fact that he is starting to look exactly like the guy who killed his family. Yes. The scene is like 15 minutes long and there's no point to it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah the two things that I cared about with all of the priests are the first time he comes and gets all the flies on him and the right. time the nun comes. Yes. And I could the car chase scene was a little interesting when that evil fly was driving the car. That was cool. (laughs) Everything else that had to do with clergy or the detective, I didn't care about. And I think the remake leaves a lot of that stuff out too. As it should. It takes out the clergy, adds abs. (laughs) That's right. And lots of ghosts. There's a lot more ghosts in that one. So now the friends come over and they pull up to the new house and Oh, and like medium girlfriends like, I don't want to go in there. Right. It's like the third person that hasn't wanted to go in this yeah. house. It's yeah. like everyone except for the family that lives there knows that house is fucked. Exactly. Which but it's weird. Jeff and yeah. uh, Jeff's Jeff, girlfriend yeah, or Jeff, wife or whatever. Jeff and, yeah. uh, Lady Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> if, if anybody was going to have sage in the pocket, it looked like it would be her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's she got some joints in there, too. Yeah, it's probably and, not <laughs> She definitely does. And a giant afghan on her shoulder. Too. She is wearing a knitted afghan <laughs> for a shirt. Anyway, uh, so she won't go in, but Jeff walks up to James Brolin, who is, guess what? Chopping wood. wood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so he's like, oh, no, Wait, he's sharpening the axe. Mm, that's yeah. right. Yeah. When you chop that much wood, you got to keep that bitch. Sharp. Yeah, you, you got to sharpen man. it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you so know you're a man. Yeah, I think he's James Brolin's business partner. Yes, because he he's is. like, or hey, you haven't been to the involved. office or whatever. We need you to sign the checks. Yeah, and fairness, Brolin does the math. He's like, oh, fuck, it's Friday. They should have been paid on Thursday. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, yeah, like, that was your job. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff is like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> you haven't been to the office. Yeah. And if you remember from two seconds ago in this conversation, I had to bring mm-hmm. the paychecks for you to sign. Right. You big dumb axe head. Yeah. And then, and then James starts to walk away. He's like, and oh, then, I still have an axe in my hand. Yeah, he's like, I don't need this axe. Let me just dramatically throw it into a tree. <laughs> and then give you that look. And then started a whole trend of cool little places you go and throw axes at. (laughs) Like 100% Jeff looks at him like, that's a weird flex, but all right. He was kind of turned on a little bit. I think he was. I mean, we all are. He's like, I'm a little less mad now about this paycheck. Yeah, and I'm super wet for some reason, (laughs) which is a new experience for me. It's James Brolin. Glad I'm wearing this extra long puffy. Suddenly he's only wearing (laughs) one leg warmer. (laughs) (laughs) It fades out. He's wearing no (laughs) pants, one leg warmer. Jeff is like, take me now, Jeff. I don't know how it happened, but I'm into it. So, <laughs> so meanwhile, while James Brolin is axe flexing, the boys are holding the spider oh that's attached God. to a fishing pole down yeah. trying to freak their sister out. And she is yelling at her dolls. Dude, she's a little psychopath. She is. I, I think, think she's the real villain of this whole fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, she is. Too. That's why they left her away from the wedding. She right. tried to kill that babysitter, man. Dude, she's just going to town with these poor little babies, too. Like, I know. She calls one of them an, an asshole. <laughs> Don't ever talk 
back to me again, you little assholes. I know. And, and she's th- unimpressed with this fucking spider, too. She is. She's like, yeah, 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 yeah I thought it was going to scare her, but no, she just smacks it away and says, stop it, you jerks. You or whatever. would think those boys would realize they're playing with fucking fire, yeah. dude. You I live know. with a psycho. And so this is when the window smashes on one of the, the spider oh, yeah. fishing pole kids' hands. And Kool-Aid just shoots out everywhere. Yes, it Kool-Aid does. Kool-Aid for days. Mm-hmm. And they can't get the window up. And I get flashback to those that scene in the collector where he just has to like scrape his fingers back in. Yeah, so, we never see that, though. We no, we don't. Coming out of the hospital or whatever. James Brolin and Jeff like scurry on up there to try to get the window open. They're like, it's like it's nailed shut. And the kids just screaming the whole time. And so then they come back and the hand is all bandaged up and it's got an ice pack on it, but none of the fingers are broken. But apparently his legs are because he can't fucking walk. I'm I know. Like, oh my yeah. God, that kid falls in every scene. <laughs> is it that kid or is it the other kid? I think I it's that know. kid. One of those kids One cannot of them. fucking walk. We didn't talk about the time when this kid hilariously falls down the oh, stairs. Oh, the first time like he's in the basement. On. Yeah. Oh my, oh my God. It was yeah. pretty funny. Also, did we talk about the time they found? oil in their shitter? That was right before the nun got there. Oh my god. They never call a plumber. They never call call the guy for the phone. I know. They never call the guy from There Will Be Blood. (laughs) (laughs) They're afraid he's going to drink their milkshake. I know. That's what it is. (laughs) I drink the milkshake out of your toilet. Gross. I mean, that's where the oil was, Jen. That's true. Think about what you're saying, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Jen's trying to gaslight you right now. Oh my god. Uh Consider me gaslit. (laughs) Okay, so they're asleep in Lois Lane decides that now in the middle of the night it's is Dick o'clock it's Dick o'clock and that means she wants to talk to James Brolin about the fact that none of these bones in this kid's hand are broken yeah. the man who hasn't slept in like a fucking week I know he's finally sleeping wake the fuck up I gotta talk about yeah. this non-broken hand exactly. I realize it's the middle of the night and you haven't slept since you stopped doing coke but we've gotta <laughs> talk about how these bones aren't broken and right. how that's a problem yeah like not <laughs> thank god they're not go back in there and break that fucker's hand you know what help <laughs> me rest easily if my kid's hand wasn't broken but I we know. thought it was gonna be it just seemed odd yeah God, margo kidder are you kidding me all right so she finally just rolls over and he opens his eyes and we realize he just he's been awake the whole shit. time he's like oh my god bitch please i know <laughs> i think this is when i was like i think he's just over it there's no ghost at all here yeah. exactly he's after you have to go to the emergency room you realize how much of a burden all of this is. We don't have insurance. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, this is our tidy whitey walk scene. Ah. This is my one leg warmer scene. So what happens in this scene? Like, how does it start? Maybe you set it the scene. It starts. It's Dick O'Clock. It is Dick O'Clock. <laughs> which in this movie is 3.15. Yeah, it's double Dick O'Clock Ooh. because he gets out of bed and we realize Snakey. he's got a sweatshirt on and the whitest of tidy whities. Dude, Jen's face is full of smiles <laughs> dude, right she's now. she's pretty happy about yeah. this. Oh, dude, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, man. <laughs> James Brolin's a little bit dreamy in this scene. He's just wandering around. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> it's tight in the front, saggy in the back. I'm not looking at the back. <laughs> Yeah, never this, look at the back. this is when I learned that Jen does not care for male butts. Because <laughs> nope. James does, does not have one, and she's like, I'm still on board. Oh, yeah. It's not that she I don't was. care. I just don't care about butts. I I don't need He them, was packing you know? what she needed. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Packing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and you can see all three of them. Oh, yeah. Bulgy. <laughs> bulgy. <laughs> Yeah. Bulgy Brolin, as we say. <laughs> ah, jinx. Bulgy Brolin. Oh my God. <laughs> Guys, just watch this on slow motion. You'll see you'll see them rock. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah. Whew, I'm a married woman. <laughs> all right. And so this is when the door blows. Oh my God, open. guys. Jen. Why are you only wearing a shirt and leg warmer? <laughs> one leg warmer. Just one. What is happening? Why did you just throw an axe? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing ballet, Jen. 
Is that a Virgin Mary statue over there? <laughs> Half painted? Half Where painted. did that harpsichord music come from? <laughs> <laughs> the, the real problem is when you start hearing, won't you be my neighbor? So the door frame blows open, the front door. Oh, and the basement door, right? Yeah, but uh, we, we don't, don't find out that, about though. the basement door. Which was weird. I know. We just see the door, it blows out. As if like someone kicked it down, like some like Sasquatchian figure kicked it down. Oh, so now the detective is on the case. Yeah, he and is. James Brolin is just being a dick and just got his arm crossed staring this cop down. Well, let's be fair, homie lit up the biggest stogie I've ever seen in my life. In his and face. then walked into his house. Yeah, as a cigar smoker, I'm like, holy fuck. And yeah. he just rolled in that bitch just puffing. That's He's a like, baller get your move. kids. I want to smoke in their faces. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to stink up your entire floor. Just fucking yeah. ashing all over the goddamn place. He don't give a damn. And yeah, he's a cop, so that cigar probably right. smells like shit. Oh, sure. He's not rocking Cubans. Exactly. No. He's James- got some Swisher Sweets. Dude, that actually <laughs> smells kind of nice. Cigarettes <laughs> with a little plastic mouthpiece thing. So you don't have to chop the That's end hateful. of it off. That's Gross. He was hey, chewing the end off yeah. as opposed to using a cutter. Like a goddamn <laughs> like animal. Like a fucking heathen. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Man. That's why you get the plastic things. on the Speaking mouth. of heathens, though, James Rowland is staring him down. And like, I know. And we he- don't know for a minute if he did put pants on because just like throwing the axe, <laughs> true, that would have been a pretty big flex. That would have been the best power move ever. <laughs> and uh, I was thinking, what if he just maintained eye contact and just took his tidy whities off and just dropped him? That is some wishful thinking on <laughs> Jen's is. part. She's like, she's like, don't you wish that James had taken his panties off? Could you imagine a better edit if they had done it this way? <laughs> I think it would have made the scene more powerful. You can't see anything. It's all 70s bush. <laughs> <laughs> bulgy Brolin. That's probably a bulgy Bolin brush. There's a bearskin oh, rug it's in it's the scene. It's a bulgy Bolin bush. Dude. There you go. Bulgy Brolin bush. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so James Brolin called the cops because he thinks someone broke in their basement mm-hmm. and then broke the door down out their front door to get out. So they go down and they're investigating into the basement and Detective Hat is looking and he says, oh, it looks like somebody broke out. And it kind of reminded me of that scene in Sinister where he's like, well, how are they going to get in? None of the windows are broken. Yeah, but Deputy so-and-so. No, he looked, he goes, huh, no broken glass? Definitely didn't come in through here. Exactly. Well, I mean, he's right. No Good one work. did come in through there. But this is also where you see the dog digging at the, what we now know as the hell gate yes. or whatever under the stairs. Mm-hmm. He's just digging at a wall right now, like a right. stone wall. And this is when the detective just decides that he's going to move into his car across the street yeah. and just stay in really every scene of the movie just kind of outside watching. I mean, in fairness, we don't know that he has anywhere else to live. You're right. That's so. true. Got nowhere else to go. <laughs> his wife kicked him out. He's just like living on the streets in his car. Right. But they are surprised when he shows up. They're like, oh shit, what are you doing here, son? Yeah. <laughs> like, but they, he doesn't do anything else well, that's to probably help him surprised. at all. He's just <laughs> watching. He's the worst cop ever. He really is. Just call me curious. Yeah. <laughs> he said, that is an actual line of dialogue. Wouldn't that have been awesome though? Brolin been like, okay, curious. <laughs> like the he saved it in a cell phone, deputy curious. All right, his so cell phone in the 70s. Yeah. You mean his Rolodex? Yeah. He took, he sharpened his pencil and then that's why they had the pencil by that the phone. So he can name things, people snarky things by their it. numbers. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the next thing we do is um, James Brolin gets on his motorcycle, helmetless, and well, yeah, just zips away to the fuck library. Safety. Yeah, no one yeah. give a fuck in the 70s. I oh, mean, and he does go to the library, but doesn't Margot Kidder also go to the library? She does, but they don't go to the library at the same time. No, they do not. Yeah. Oh, but this is when you realize that James Brolin has a book on dick fetish. And he doesn't have a library card. He doesn't yeah. understand how libraries work. <laughs> how easy is it to get a library card? I also think that whatever he stole from Town Hall must have not been checked out either. It was blueprints. It like fucking, yeah, blueprints, yeah. which aren't explained. I and guess that's he was not trying what to he shoved out. down his pants. It no. Wasn't. He yeah. shoved a book of something down his pants and then stole also blueprints. Also not explained. <laughs> and uh, none of that stuff pays 
off. None now, of it I at all. I think we do see the book in a, li- a little bit later. Oh, but did okay. they explain Jeff what he learned Mrs. from the Jeff. book? Jeff and Mrs. Jeff. This is when they find out the history of the house or something. And... I think. Oh. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Or at least I the parts I might have been checking of... out at that point. I got you, yeah. Like a library book. This... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get shoved down somebody's pants. So this movie is so like boring. <laughs> it's so long. I'm telling it's you. it's so boring. If they just cut out a lot of the detective stuff and the clergy stuff, I think I would have enjoyed it a lot Perhaps a library fucking scene. Yeah. I don't know. I like seeing things get shoved down James Brolin's pants. <laughs> and so he tools off on his motorcycle. Somehow the blueprints do not fall out of the back of his motorcycle. No, why Although, would Although we don't see him looking at them again, do we? So nope. Maybe they did fall <laughs> off. Yeah, I don't know. That's what it is. <laughs> so when Jeff and Mrs. Jeff are looking at the book, they're like, did you get the blueprints? And he's just like, Nope. <laughs> Couldn't find him. Nope. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're stuck to the detective's windshield because he's driving on the street and they're stuck to his windshield. And because he shoved him down his pants so they're sticky. They're All not right. a leg warmer. So Jen. then <laughs> <laughs> This is before they could get used DNA. So they pull up to the witch's brew bar. Oh yeah. Little on the nose. The exactly. Little on the nose. The bar that um Ronnie DeFeo, who's the guy who killed his family at the very beginning, used to come up. I think he went there the after he killed them because the, the purveyor of the establishment mm-hmm. says this is where they arrested him. And hey, you look a lot like him. And James is like, What? I don't look like him. After he poor actingly came over and just dumped his he beers just all over the place. Chunk <sighs> beverages at this man. I know. And he was like, Whoops. Whoops, you look like a guy. So, anyways, Jeff is there. Fucking Moe's bar over here. I know. (laughs) Wanting to buy um, James Brolin a drink and trying to like get him back to sanity and helping him not shut the business down. He is. He he kind of bugs me, but he's doing what he should do. Yeah. And so James Brolin just being his dick self or his Amity House dick his bulgy self. self. Yeah, ah, that's right. And just punch his friend in the face. Yeah, he and punches friend- Jeff in the face, and then Jeff falls on the ground. And Jeff does not fight at all. He's just no. like, "All right, can we talk now?" <laughs> he recognizes the power of Brolin, man. Yeah. I mean, Brolin does hit at least two people, and both people just take it. So I'm starting yeah. to think maybe that's he right. hits like one a bitch. of them is wife, one of them <laughs> yeah. is best friend. This is not a great movie for James Brolin. In fairness, it his wife a- takes it way better than Jeff did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeff dude, Margo Kidder takes a Margo slap to the face on her turn feet. around, dude. Yeah. It was like, okay, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Just like shrugged it the fuck off. Oh my God. <laughs> Busted nose and all. Yeah, Jeff yeah. took a punch from a seated James Brolin <laughs> and falls to the ground. <laughs> After knocking over five tables and like a yes. picture of very beer. dramatic. I'm just saying he's a straw man and Margot Kidder's a badass. Yeah, well she's been dating Superman. Yeah, she can take a point. She's mothered three of Superman's children. Can't do this. Don't say that. You can't do this. She's mothered three of Superman's children. Yeah. She's seen some shit. She can yeah. take it, yeah. But you should never hit a woman. No. Or a Jeff. I mean That's true. honestly, Jeff can't take it. <laughs> he you was asking warning. for it. You're right. They should at least get one warning before you start swinging. Jesus yeah. Christ. So Mar- Margot Kidder is wandering around our house and hears Amy singing Jesus Loves Me in 7,000 different keys. She's a child. Stop sing shaming her. All right, so she's singing Jesus Loves Me. The reason she's singing that is because Margot Kidder later in the movie is uh, at a music box with a ballerina in it, Mm -hmm. and the tune it's playing is Jesus Loves Me. Oh. Yeah. I found the connection. Nice. 
Yeah. This movie has layers. So yeah. she's singing and she's staring at a rocking chair that's also rocking with right. no one in it. But <gasps> Margot Kidder walks in and immediately stops. So she yes. doesn't see it. And she just says she's talking to Jody. And I think at some point she started to ask her a little bit about Jody. I'm not sure if this is when it happens, but she's talking about how Jody is. Uh, Jody, used to live there. Yeah. Was telling her about the little boy that used to live in yes. her room and he got hurt. And Margot Kidder. Got fucked up. Yeah. And so Margot Kidder knows what's happened and she's like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, it is. Is weird. Maybe Any we job? should move out, or maybe I should just ignore all of these problems. Yeah, she chooses option B. Yeah. So now ignore it. Yeah. yeah. So the next thing is Jeff and Mrs. Jeff, and and we we're calling her Mrs. Jeff because I really can't. Remember. I don't know her name. Did they yeah. even say her name? I don't know. Maybe expendable it's hippie character. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever. Coachella chick. Yeah, that's true. She can tell she Racist. smells like patchouli. Mm. She definitely does. She does. Yeah. So this is Venus when is he, in retrograde. He takes <laughs> he takes all the the books out of his pants and they. Start Start to <laughs> and they find it's like them. the Kirkland Estate or something like that. Catch them, catch them. Yeah. So they pry some of those pages apart. Yeah, and it's I think it's John it Ketchum. Yeah, Ketchum. yeah, yeah. you got me. <laughs> Jack Ketchum is a horror writer who recently passed away. John Ketchum is so he was apparently tied to witchcraft somehow. Not exactly well, of sure. He was. Uh huh. He built the house on some kind of um, ground. Yeah, Native American. Where they burial used to do. Sure. It wasn't Native American burial ground. It was like where they used to do like devil worship stuff and right. Uh, Oh, yeah, Satanic Panic. I forgot about that. Yes. Yes. Now, I know what you're going to say when I say this, but this was not in the book. This was a thing that the movie made up, I think. But the remake of this goes into this storyline a lot mm. more. And um, all of it's made up. I would have liked that storyline more than I liked most of the clergy shit. Because that's interesting and scary. Yeah. And I don't care about this priest having this crisis. Not at all. Yep. So now that they know that this house is evil, they say, all you need is a date night. We'll take your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Guy, your house is evil, but all you need to do is take your wife on a date. We'll yeah. babysit. It'll be It'll cool. Be You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. This maybe is like my go favorite to rehab scene. and stop doing coke. Because he rolls up there and goes, hey, maybe you should get yourself put together so we can go yeah. out. <laughs> As he's looking like the most haggard individual I on know. the planet. He looks like he's done a lot of cardio over the past 48 hours and mm-hmm. has not changed his While clothes. doing meth. He's yeah. way OD'd on pre-workout. Yes. Yes. I've been there. Yeah. It was like, okay. But look, even in the 70s, there were different standards of appearance for men and women, and this scene proves it. Wait, what do you mean? That women held, were held to a higher standard? Yeah. Yeah, no shit. I yeah. I told Margot you that- Kidder has been killing it this whole movie. And she James has. Rowan's hot. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but she is... He's got to work a lot less hard to be hot. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you see does. his boat and motorcycle? Oh, yes. And business? Yeah. Uh-huh. And wood chopping skills? Oh, I saw oh, his business. Yeah. <laughs> and we all saw his business. <laughs> Show did. Yeah. She's trying to tell about the stressful thing that's happened and that she's afraid to be in this house. And he's like, pull yourself together. Yeah. Why don't you get up. prettied up? We're going to go to dinner. Exactly. Stop bitching about the haunted house we live in <laughs> and sunk 80 grand into. Right. Let's go get some din din. <laughs> she's still stressing over that one bag she couldn't carry. In. <laughs> <laughs> Holding that grudge. Meanwhile, oh. Mrs. Jeff is just feeling the vibes from the basement. She's oh yeah. Yeah. She wants to go and investigate those basement vibes. Like, uh, so she, do they break into the house and go down I into mean, the basement? Fair. At this point, I don't know if we can call it breaking anymore. I feel like this is just a raw fall. Door. And then she it. goes into the basement and immediately gets like a pickaxe and yeah. throws it into the stone wall of their house. So Very she does, poorly. She does I not know how that pissed. shit works. She does not know how that works. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, Jeff, get Mrs. Jeff, the Jeff out of here. Exactly. He wasn't pissed though. He was like, good fucking idea. Yeah. Let's swing some oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. all about he it. He was like, you know what? There is something back here. <laughs> so James completes the job and finds a red doorway to hell. 
It sounds like an Iron Maiden song. (laughs) Mrs. Jeff is just staring into this red room of pain and she's like pulling her hair. And I kept thinking that she was going to claw her eyes out because that's the amount of like pulling on her hair she's doing. And she's also (laughs) talking with the voice of the devil. Yeah. Notice that? Yeah. uh Uh-huh. And she said, it's the passage to hell. Let's be fair. The devil sounds super fucking lame. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to imagine the devil's kind of a cool dude. The only accurate interpretation of the devil is the one from South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. (laughs) (laughs) Up there where skies are blue. Yeah. I love that song. Oh, and so we see a picture, like a vision of what is supposed to be James Brolin in the Red Room. And that's actually his brother. Really? Mm -hmm. It's not him. It's his brother. They wanted somebody who looks a lot like him, but not actually him. So they used his brother. This is when the priest gets the prank (laughs) call from the devil. Yeah. Devil prank calls the priest. There's no reason for this whole scene because the phone rings, the phone rings, the phone rings, the priest answer it. You hear a devil giggle and then hang up. Mm -hmm. So now they're walking around the house and they see the cross is upside down. Oh, no. The wallpaper is still there, but the cross is black and upside down. Isn't this where the uh, homeless cop is outside watching him walk around? He's like, what is up Mm -hmm. with these people walking around their own fucking house? I know. With the shades drawn. Don't they know I'm trying to watch everything? (laughs) Don't they know I can't finish to completion unless I can see them inside their house? I mean, it's How only fair. Brolin needs leg warmering. He <laughs> needs right. open windows. Yeah. James Brolin just wandering around saying, the power of Christ compels you. Or whatever that is. Mm, yeah. And she's got he's some. gibbering some shit. He is. Yeah. And the cross gets like jerked out of his hand, but it's the oh, 70s. It, he he just, or you like, mean slips out of his hands. It? Yeah. Exactly. He's like butter fingers oh, it no. to the ground. And it just looks like the floor is a magnet or something. Yeah. They can't quite pry it up. And so they just bone out. And this is when <laughs> Father Bill Murray and Father, Father Ryan, Ryan yeah. yeah, are in the sanctuary and they're wearing all of their like super dressed up priest stuff and yeah the he's monk. got armor of god yeah, yeah he's got <laughs> a legit like tunic on or yeah. the father bobo old bill murray has like a tunic on with like the papal two key cross symbol with the red cross through mm-hmm. it i mean he's looking like, stylish he's ready yeah. to throw down i mean oh, yeah. he is looking fly right shy. which <laughs> may be the problem because when he starts to pray mm-hmm. one of the things that's like hanging over the sanctuary Ooh. Like the statues or yeah. whatever. Uh-huh. She starts crumbling. Yeah, starts to crumble and then falls and yeah. he goes blind. He's, he's pe- he peacocked too, too hard. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. He's praying and yelling. And Dude, the he monk, prays super hard. He prayed too he hard. He really does. Yeah. And the monk father is wearing this executioner's monk thing. Yeah, he's, he's trying to keep it low key. He's like, you're praying too loud. You don't need to yell that loud. You're not going to win an Oscar for this role. Calm and he didn't. down. No, he sure no. didn't. And the Virgin Mary face or some kind of angel is crumbling over him and then something flies in his face and blinds. I don't think it hits him in the face at all. I yeah. think it just it just falls. Although it's psychotic, he yeah. thinks it hits him in the face. That's true. He's yeah, still because good. When, yeah, when he looks back yeah. up, it's still there. Yeah, yeah, like he's nothing. Just happened. A little dramatic. He's a little dramatic, and he's I think he honestly can still see. He's just being a that's little, what little bit of a deal <laughs> yeah. right now. Maybe he's got Munchausen's by right. Christie. He's like, homie <laughs> was unimpressed with my super loud prayer. Yeah, I know. So now I'm going to pretend I'm blind. And that's yeah. why he doesn't talk to him later. Yeah, yeah, and he just sulks for the rest of the movie. He does. He's yeah. a little sulky bitch. Oh my and God. I didn't need any of this. The only thing I need from them after this is the next scene you see them in when <laughs> Father Ryan shames him for being blind. Hey, I brought you some mail. Doesn't read it to him. Oh and God. then says, it's so beautiful out here. He's like, good luck not falling into the river right, <laughs> right. next You're to right us. right next to the fucking oh water, my God. asshole. You don't even have a proper blind person's cane. Well, he doesn't. Uh, I know. How did he even 
He got like an old person cane. How did he know the bench was there? He's going to die. Anyway, what happens? All right, so this is the last night, I think. Oh, No, this is not the last night. We're almost there. Just like the movie. This is more dick o'clock night creeps. Yeah, it is. And this is... I got the night creeps. It's dick o'clock and I got the night creeps. The night creeps took you. But this is the time when Lois Lane dreams that George has killed Amy with an axe and then kills her in the head with an axe, too. And then wakes up screaming. And then James Brolin walks down and he just sits and rocks in his chair and starts screaming, I'm coming up Oh, my God. Honestly, this is the only scene where I'm like, this guy is not a great actor. Yeah. He's pretty good the whole movie. He like is, he's, yeah. he's very serviceable the whole movie. I don't, oh, yeah. I, he's not awesome. He's not bad. But he's but hot. This and that scene, counts. Yeah. But this scene, <laughs> I'd like to apologize for how I said, yeah. <laughs> not you in James to Natalie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, I can admit when another man's hot and James Brolin's doing it. Anyway, but he, this scene is just r- full of bad acting. It's, mm-hmm. it's really bad. And then Lois Lane's like, what's going on? And Todd said, are you coming apart down there? Yeah, are you coming apart down here? <laughs> it was funny. All right, and he has tripped over this dragon and somehow gotten a bunch of like stab it's wounds. A food dog. What's a food dog? It's that thing. Oh, that thing? Yeah, well, <laughs> apparently this food dog bit him or something. All right, and the next thing we got is basketball nun and mechanic. Oh, no, basketball fuck. nun is schooling <laughs> these nerds on the court. Nun. I, I want to movie about basketball, basketball nun. Oh, I wait. know. I got a basketball nun. There is one. It's ba- sister act. I got a basketball nun. <laughs> basketball nun and mechanic <laughs> monk because we see the monk come out from under a car. I think he's fixing the car. He is. That oh, was, yeah. Uh, they that were driving driven earlier. by the yeah. evil fly. Yeah. yeah. And so they're talking and he he's kind of, Lois Lane is like, why won't you guys help me? I keep trying to call. And yeah. he's like, nah, dude, we've tried. It drove my father insane and blind. Yeah. Time nuns in the back balling. Yes, yeah. she is, man. But one little kid blocks her shit, and he's going straight to fucking hell. He <laughs> she like she like bounces between her legs, throws it, yeah. bounces it off a head, does a jump shot from way back, and just yells and one. Yeah, pulls out a ruler and just smacks them all. God damn. <laughs> Obviously, we're like exaggerating, but she actually does sink that bad. She does she sink does. that one. Yeah. No edit insane. bullshittery. And yeah. she's wearing the full nun the gear. Full yeah. have it, yo. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. What did I say? She's an undercover from the WNBA. She did, That's what yeah. it was. <laughs> All right. And so then Lois Lane goes to investigate. She's finally using that journalism degree that she used in Metropolis. I swore I would never journalize again. <laughs> the microfiche. <laughs> <laughs> but she does use the microfiche. And her microfiche glasses. Dude, the yes. biggest glasses. The biggest. <laughs> she's special. Stole glasses. the realtor's glasses. Those she are the did. Yeah. yeah. Then so she's investigating this and she sees a picture of Ronnie DeFeo and it looks Who was just, the guy who killed the people in the yeah. house originally? But it looks just like James Brolin. And <gasps> it is. It is straight up James it Brolin. It is, yeah. yeah. George! I know, yeah. So now she realizes, okay, we're in danger. I don't know why yeah. this one picture has convinced yeah. her when everything else has shown her her house is haunted. Well, have you seen a movie? If it's on the microfiche, that that's true. So Even if I have seen a passageway to hell in my own house. Oh, yeah. The microfiche is what proves it. The passageway to hell was like three scenes ago. I know. And they're just like, uh, there's like a passageway to hell in our basement, but I'm real sleepy. Can we deal with this tomorrow morning? Exactly. That shit's expensive. Could what you imagine how much that cost to fix? True. To be fair, she wasn't wearing her special glasses when they were talking <laughs> about true. the passageway to hell. And they've got a phone to fix still, some toilets to fix. There's a lot of things going on. <laughs> yeah, they've got a plumber they gotta call. They gotta call Bill the electrician. And then they gotta get a level 32 mason in there. Their and that shit still adds just up. Hanging they want to fix a foundation problem. <laughs> no fucking no. $80,000 is getting real a expensive. A regular Mason can fix a foundation problem, but a foundation that's fucked up by a passage to hell takes a level 32 Dude, a little Mason. bit extra. Listen, I know. I know, guys. I've owned lots of houses. Yeah, listen. It's a Freemason joke, guys. Look it up. 
All right, so now we are finally at the last night. Oh, Woo, we my made it. God. It's raining. James Brolin is wandering around trying to secure the boat. Lois Lane is Priorities. careening home from the library. From the microfiche. Well, and her kids are all up in the bathroom, like huddled together. Well, yeah, he crying. doesn't give a fuck about him. For sure. There's yeah. a thunderstorm outside. Yeah. Well, I feel like there wasn't enough build to this. There know? wasn't at all. But she's driving home in the rain. He's out there fucking with the boat or whatever. Kids are in the bathroom crying. Mm-hmm. And she runs inside because that she figures that's where they all are. And yeah. she's, I think at this point, she's thinking that James is trying to kill them. That's fair. She runs upstairs in the bathroom with them, looks out the window, and he's walking back with the axe mm-hmm. very ominously. She thinks, oh no. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, does she see the pig as she's running in? No, he sees the pig That's in the what it is. This is yeah. what big we see. purple pig. Yeah, big pig with the red eyes in the window. Yep. I think we forgot to talk about when Lois Lane saw She did see eyes. some like shiny yeah. lights. That's why she was upset and she didn't right. want to just clean herself up and go That's to dinner. That's what it was. You're That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. She saw the light bright outside. And he she just did. assumed it was that fucking cat that fucked him up earlier. Exactly. That cat, man. It was scary. Alright, so he starts to shining through the bathroom door with his axe and yeah. then she jumps on top of him and wrestles him to the ground and he almost acts as her but she tactical rolls out of the way yeah. and then she says don't hurt my children and that snaps him out of it and yeah. he's like oh I'm sorry Lois Lane I would never do it <laughs> it's true he wouldn't but then he runs they all get the fuck out of there they all run they to the do, car but and they go. also the walls have started to bleed at this yes. point too and the stairs and the stairs <laughs> dude that fucking kid can't walk dude, dude, he slips and slides down the steps, the steps. Oh, he's like son God. of a bitch he just yeah. slip and slides down the steps finally everyone else does fine I know and then he finally gets down the steps and then he falls on the way yeah. out the door. shit out the front yeah. door. It's like they made him drink a lot. And he's like eight <laughs> and he can't hold his liquor. So he's like slipping around. It's a rough shoot for him. <laughs> anyway, they run out to the car and they all get in the car and they start to drive away. And the kids are like, where's the dog? Whose yeah. name is like Harry. And then they drive down the street. And then we James find out who the real fucking monster of this movie is. Lois Lane. Margot Kidder. Yeah. She's like, leave the dog. Leave the fucking dog. Yeah. Still and then we find out who the real hero is. Yeah, Brolin. James fucking yeah. like, I'm about to go up in this fucking hell house and save Harry. But and he, he fucking does. even drives them down the street. Right, and like parks a fucking in. champ. Exactly. He gets and them then, a quote unquote safe distance mm-hmm. away. Yeah. And then walks through a thunderstorm yeah. back in Which is already drove a tree through the house. He's like, I am man's best friend. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Harry. Yeah. I just said, I am man's best friend. <laughs> I am dog's best friend. There you go. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Well done. And so then he go has to go go down into the basement where Harry is because he's still trying to get into that red room or something and he falls through the steps into like a well of blood. Yes. Anyway, so he starts to come up out of the blood and the dog's there like biting him because he's mm-hmm. like, I don't know who you are blood monster. Or he's like fuck you dude, you left me. Yeah. True. Yeah. Could be. But then he's like Harry, it's me, Harry, it's me. And then he's like this is like some solid dog acting. It is. The dog goes from biting to attack to biting to lift him out mm-hmm. and through the power of dog Dog love. James is lifted out of the gateway to hell, mm-hmm. and then James just carries Harry out of the basement, and then all the way he back to the Harry. car. Well, yes. he has to bust through a window first and dump Harry out. Oh, that's, that's right, right. Because the door closes out, the once door again. Closes. The fucking doors don't yeah. work right, and there's no one to say. Just twist right. it out. There's no sign either. So yeah. Harry Larson wasn't down. there. Exactly, he wasn't there to help him out. He busts <laughs> the window out, and then he carries the dog back to the van. Mm-hmm. And then what we don't see is Harry look at Margot Kidder, being like, "You left me. I guess you're the bitch." And then they drive away mm-hmm. and that's the movie and that's the movie and scene yeah. and we see text on the screen that says and they never went back for any of their shit P.S. 
it's a scam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What they actually did was call movers the next day and the movers went in and got all their shit out without incident. Yeah, because it's not a haunted house. Yeah. Let's do final thoughts. I did not like this movie. It's super slow. It's not super scary. It's not a good movie. What do you guys think? So I remember liking it. Mm-hmm. I remember showing this to a like second, third cousin when I was staying in Florida one time who didn't watch scary movies mm-hmm. and this fucked him up. I remember really? we staying really? super late. I mean, he didn't watch a thing and it was like 314 and he was panicking so hard to go to sleep. Oh and I thought, really? cool, it must have been scary. I don't really remember it. Watching it now, I'm like, fuck, dude, it's not really scary yeah. at all. It no, doesn't really not. do anything. And I under I can understand because I feel like the one of the biggest problems is that it's just dated. Yeah. It um, is super dated, yeah. But I also think that this the clergy storyline just takes you out it of does. all of, like the t- you build tension for a little bit and then it just evaporates yeah. because you spend all this time about this storyline that I just don't care about. And I feel like if you had cut all of that out and it was a much more linear yeah. story, I feel like it would have been more effective and Agreed. more powerful. And scarier and I do remember watching this and being scared by it I don't remember ever being terrified but I also think that thinking when I could tell myself this really happened mm-hmm. I think that makes it a little scarier too based on true events exactly even though like they're in the back of my mind I was like well maybe not but I mean I, I feel like that gives it a little more power that, always that maybe what if what if exactly because I don't know I don't know I enjoyed it I don't think Fair I enjoyed enough. it as much as I did the first time I watched it let's talk box office so the budget for this was 4.7 million which is a pretty good size budget for the 70s. Budget yeah. in the 70s. But I mean, you had some pretty big name actors, James Brolin, Margot yeah. Kidder, pretty big name actors, And this right? was, the book was a bestseller too. Mm-hmm. So I think they spent some money on the rights for it. Oh, I'm sure that's true. It made $86.4 million, which in today's dollars is just over $300 million. So mm-hmm. okay return, I guess. That's yeah. insane. <laughs> for a while, it was the highest grossing independent movie ever made. Yeah, that's insane. That's box office. Okay, Jen's fun fact. Yeah. Let's just do some Jen's fun facts. So along with the box office, James Brolin took a little bit less of pay for 10% on the return of Oh, shit, movie. he made money on this he thing. Did. Yeah. Yeah. The new was up. Yeah, it ended up being like adjusted now, like $500 million on this movie. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure they made a lot of money after it like hit movies or like home movie and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did. Yeah. yeah. This um, movie was not critically received well at no, all. I'm Critics sure not. didn't like it, but it made a lot of money. I think yeah. it was like the second most successful movie that year. Jesus. So it was a huge hit. It did really well. And I think a lot of that goes to the power of like, this is a true story. And oh, back yeah. then you couldn't just Google it or find like five true crime podcasts. Even about if it, you, you could, know? I promise there's a thousand fucks that are going to message you and be like, it's just so real. Mm-hmm. It's not at all. No, it's saying that they're going to believe it though. Whatever, man. So when the exorcist was filming, there were all these reports of like weird stuff going on on the set. And the producers kept trying to tell James, James Brolin and Margot Kidd are like, are you sure there's not anything weird going on? They're like They were trying to stir yeah, up trying to the hype. But James Brolin and Margot Kidd are, even though they did get to know the um, Lutzes to like, because they were playing them, they both were like, no, we don't really believe this. Yeah. No, because they were the scammiest scammers that ever scammed. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that one goes to the Warrens. Yeah, them too. So let's talk about that because this has been pretty thoroughly debunked and I looked it up on Snopes and I'll link this. This is not the, the true, the haunting did not happen. The crime of the DeFeo family getting murdered by Ronnie totally DeFeo, yeah. it did happen. There's a lot of conspiracy theories about this. Um, I've heard, well, I've heard a lot of different ones, but apparently he was on a lot of drugs, and I think what happened, I haven't investigated too much about this, but I think he just 
shot his family. Yeah, he did. He um, shot his brothers and sisters and then killed his parents. Yeah, and yeah. I have heard some stories about some mafia involvement and that the uh, haunting was like a cover-up of that, but I don't know. Wow, that's a fucking hell of a story. You should have made a movie about that. Well, yeah. there's a book called The Night the DeFeos Died that kind of goes into that, but I think a lot of that was based on interviews with Ronnie DeFeo, and so, I mean, how much of that? They're probably not super reliable. Exactly. Yeah. Let's say he's probably a little untrustworthy. Yeah. Yes. The lawyer for Ronnie DeFeo and the Lutzes, he eventually said in an interview that they just made the whole story up over a bottle of wine. So yeah. it's pretty clear that it's not true. So there's also, they mentioned footprints in the snow in the book that they mm-hmm. saw and they went back and looked at weather reports and there was no snow on the ground yeah. in the period that they, they uh, mentioned calling the cops and they never placed any calls to the police during yeah. the time. It's been pretty clearly debunked. But they still say it's true and their kids still say it's true and they say, oh, well, I've got nightmares from that time. But yeah. Well, when you're that young and your parents feed you this nonsense. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you fall a lot and hit your head. You're going to believe Fuck everything. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to, uh, what's the little girl's name? Was it Amy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On like some kind of like podcast radio show. And uh, they were talking about this. And she was honest. Like, I don't really remember a lot, but blah, blah, blah. She still believed it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, yeah, you don't remember yeah. it because it didn't happen. Well, I think it was five. She was five. I mean, right. And also mm-hmm. there's a paycheck in it if you say it happened. Sure. Exactly. So, so the real Ronnie DeFeo... Um, was sentenced to six 25-year life sentences. And I think he's still alive in jail. Okay. And I would love someday to, like, a documentary or a biopic of the Warrens, you know, that's not The Conjuring, you know? No, that's just pointing out how they scammed people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look up The Amazing Ring. Watch an honest liar. Yeah, that's what it's called. Oh, is that the guy you were talking about who was trying to debunk a bunch of these ghost people? He did debunk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he he literally put up a million dollar prize if you could prove the paranormal exists. Mm -hmm. And he just shut so many fucking people down. Okay, so scary scale. All right, listeners, our scary scale is a scale we use to rank how scared we were today when we watched this movie. It's not a ranking of the quality of the movie. It's a ranking of how scared we were today when we watched it. Our one example is Ghostbusters. Our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right, Jacob. I would have said probably like five before watching. Watching it today mm-hmm. based on like nostalgic memory mm-hmm. uh today i'd have to give it a hard one. Uh, one every fucking time i'm here it's a hard one. Um, every time you're here i'm a hard one yeah baby yeah you are <laughs> i'm a hard one hard one with <laughs> leg that leg warmer only one leg warmer <laughs> damn it i'll say two honestly that first black cat jump scare is the only time i was like oh and it was more like startled than scared but mm-hmm. i won't give it a one but Shivers. it's not scary yeah yeah um, I gosh, I want to give it a two and a half, but I think I'm going to bump it up to three. Oh I do like this. I like it. Nah, I got to give it a two. There I it think because I was not that scared when I watched it today. I did enjoy it. Yeah, uh, pretty much ninety percent of your scary scales go against what your scary scale explanation is, and it is a how you think the movie is, like the quality know. of the movie. Yeah, it's not how scared you actually are. Right. I don't actually get that scared when I'm watching movies, and part of it's because I think I'm watching it with you guys, you know. But I'm going to give it a two. Um, and I think that if you cut out a lot of the priest stuff it could have been a three or a four you know because maybe because the atmosphere would have held exactly yeah. you wouldn't dump keep dumping off all the pressure with nothing you know it's not like you get a big jump scare and that dumps the pressure off it's just it just evaporates but yeah, yeah. all right so and that pig used to look a lot scarier it, it used did. to look a lot scarier mm-hmm. and those eyes uh-uh. were scary yeah, too. it used to look it's a lot so scarier dumb. now not a lot of horror fiction scares me but the book did scare me and jacob if you want to borrow i'm it, gonna read it yeah it's awesome it's a quick read all right yeah so that's our scary scale so this week the 
listeners made me watch the Amityville Horror. Yes. What are we watching next week, Well, Jen? we got another Haunted House movie. Ugh. And it's also a found footage movie. I hate found footage so I much. I don't. Have we watched a found footage yet? Yeah, we watched the one that took place Grave in Grave Encounter. Yeah, that's, that's the it. one. Well, next week we are watching Paranormal Activity. Ugh. I actually remember when this movie came out. Uh-huh. It is like the definition of the shit I do not want to watch. I know. And I really like this movie. I hope it holds up. Oh, <laughs> I think this really one will it. hold up. I think it will too. And I think Todd, it was scary. Do you have an attic? No. Good. Because you're not going to like addicts after this. Exactly. Good. So, so guys, exciting. watch Paranormal Activity. Hey guys. So we've been getting some great listener reviews and we wanted to read one to you. So we're going to do one from someone named K. It's K-A-T-T-Y-Y. That sounds like Caddy Hey. Caddy? <laughs> no, it's like hey when you put the three Ys. That means hey. Yeah. That means it's dick o'clock. <laughs> that does, yeah. Maybe I it's w- cat o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so Caddy says, I was recommended this show on Twitter, and hey. I needed something to listen to between my other podcasts. Ooh. I started with the It review and <gasps> felt like I was just hanging out with friends. Aww. Very worth a listen. Five stars. Thank you so much, Caddy. That was an awesome review. Thank you very much. Have you read it? We want to hear all about it. Send me an email. Yeah, talk to us on Twitter, guys. <laughs> yeah. Hey. We're in the Facebook group, guys. Yeah. Please join the Facebook group. Facebook group is where we have a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to be in it. And it really is. I mean, I don't want to do anything else on Facebook except the Facebook group, but I do talk in there yeah. every day. It's mm-hmm. like an everyday thing for me. I love so it. if you hate Facebook, you can still be part of this group and yeah. it's still fun. You yeah, don't great. do anything else. We might actually do a podcast in the next few weeks. <laughs> nice. So, uh, don't hold your breath, though. Oh, <laughs> But if you want to follow and find out if they're going to do a podcast in the next few weeks, it's at Modern Horrors on social. We are at Horror Virgin on all the socials. And if you want to follow Jen specifically, it's at Jen Ferratu. I am at Todd J. Awesome. You were at Jacob Hopkins, right? Jacob underscore Hopkins. Whoa. Some Whoa. other fuck beat me to it. <gasps> yeah, that's why I'm Todd J. Awesome, because <laughs> some stupid, no shit fucking talent having person has Todd Awesome. Not using that Twitter I'm, handle at all, right? I'm not bitter. Like He's that. not using it. It is not. It has not been Son used. Of a bitch. Yeah. Or you can check out our website at horrorvirgin.com. That's where you get the blog and links to the merch store. Obviously, you can also check out modernhorrors.com for yeah, their great lots web of awesome reviews. content. Yeah, a lot of great awesome reviews. Mm-hmm. I just posted something on there too. It was awesome. You did. We have a lot of awesome, great perks you guys can get on the Patreon. So if you can monetarily support the show, please do by going to patreon.com slash horrorvirgin. Yeah. But if you can't, please continue doing all that you're doing to help get the word out about the podcast, yeah. which clearly you guys have been doing because this week we had our biggest launch day ever Yay. for downloads what and up? listens. I know, it's awesome. Uh, it's been insane. So thank you guys very much for helping with the incredible growth mm-hmm. that we and James Brolin have been experiencing. Yeah. We should say this is a listener request episode and the way that you get to suggest yes. and vote for listener requests is by being a Patreon member. But every level gets to suggest and vote. So yeah, it's, there are lots of really cool perks. Yeah, a lot of me watching trailers, Mm-hmm. There's other stuff like Mikey. When Mikey took me to go see Shazam, we did a, <laughs> a quick review in the backseat of my car in the rain. Aww. It actually came out pretty romantic. good. Yeah. Did you steam the windows up and then put your handprint on like Titanic in the back? He wasn't wearing a leg warmer. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're not able to do that, one of the greatest things that you can do to help us out is leaving those five star reviews. Yes, please. We're going to read them on the podcast if you do. Yeah. So get it done, nerds. I know. So yeah, we are a member of the Modern Horse <laughs> Podcast Network. Clearly, that's why Jacob is here with us. <laughs> Us. And because we're super cool. Yeah, and because Luke said I mean, no. And um, <laughs> <laughs> So if you're listening to us in their feed, you're already getting also the Final Girls and Death Dying and other things. And of yeah. course, Modern Horrors Podcast. You're not comes getting out. that one, but you may eventually <laughs> get that one. Hopefully soon, more regularly, you'll be getting the Modern Horrors Podcast as well. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, we're super glad to be on that network and yeah. really love being on it. Yeah, and check out information on God Country because, yeah, yeah lots of stuff should be coming out not? with that soon. And it's going to be really cool. I saw some pictures of the sets and I was a little disturbed. It's going to be gnarly. Uh, it won't be for everyone. And that is the point. So <laughs> yeah. if you're That's brave, what, put on the big boy pants because it's going to be wild. So yeah, watch Paranormal Activity. Oh, and guys, Emmy in the Facebook group. Who ho- we just made a moderator of the I Facebook know, group. Yes. Yay, we're so happy. Um, she hosts listener watch parties every Sunday and she does two different times too because she's awesome. Yeah. And we've got like multinational listeners that are in different time zones. So if you can't, if you don't have this movie or you don't know where to find it, check that or out. Or don't want to rent it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or want to watch along and comment. Yeah. Stuff. And we try to pop into that too when we can. I oh, watch the Event Horizon one. It was awesome. Yeah, we it's really fun. the whole time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, so check that out. And that's going to be it from us, everybody. Thank you so much, Jacob, for yeah, stopping by. Yeah, thank you so much for being here, Jacob. Yeah, yeah, we've it. had both of the Hop Guy on. Yeah. I know. Emily was just on and now Jacob's on. It's awesome. Yay! Yay! All right, so thank you so much, Jacob, for stopping by. I'm Jen. I am your horror virgin, Todd. And I am Jacob. Now you are. All Super. right, thanks, guys. Mwah, ah, 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 we'll see ah. you next week. Bye! Nerds. <laughs> <laughs>